Welcome to another episode of the Newlyweds Podcast. Welcome to the Blizzard, the podcast, snow, apocalypse, Armageddon, white out podcast. <laughs> it wasn't even really all that. It was nice. It was nice when it went down, but I mean, it went down. It was timed perfectly, really. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, we didn't lose a day of work. We just got to kind of chill at the crib and. But but what? Wait 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 wait. Eat Why food. is that not good? We should have lost a day of work. That would have been awesome. That's yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of troubling, you know, because it gets funky when you have snow days and. I don't know what you talking. I'm about. I'm telling you that you might stay what? home, but what? you end up you end up losing uh, annually. I lost a day of annually. Oh. From snow days. Oh, when well, so, my office closes, it's closed. Well, that's, you don't lose that's good for you. That's yeah. good for you. But that's I'm, right. I'm still on that minimum me. wage. I'm still on that it minimum wage <laughs> kick. So I really need for my office to stay open and to be clear that it's open and I can get there. So I don't lose uh, any of my annual leave to the bullshit blizzard. So, yo, who who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Who, who am I? Who are you? Who am I? Uh, who are you? I'm Dallas Penn. And who am I? Chocolate Snow Flizzy. And we are? The Newlyweds Podcast. Whoop, whoop. So, Los Antonetos, so we had a funky blizzard in the Northeast this weekend. And, and it was kind of, it, it kind of seems like it was centralized. In New York City, it's crazy enough. I feel like that's a James Brown song. Funky what? Blizzard. Funky. <laughs> I feel like definitely. Like there, there's somewhere definitely. in his. There's some outtakes. Ooh, there's some outtakes of some yeah, Funky yeah, Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky beat. Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um. Uh, 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 uh. What you gonna play now, Bobby? I don't know. But whatsoever I play, it's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, three, make, make it funky. Make it Do it, make 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 it,
know some folks that live in Westchester and, and um, Rockland. Yeah. And they really didn't get snowed on like that. Am I bugging? Am I am I incorrect? It's funny how how social media will distort mm-hmm. your view of the world. You'll be That's like, true. you'll be like, wait a minute, no, it's not snowing there. Oh, it's snowing <laughs> crazy there, or whatever's happening. Some some you think something's going on crazy, and really it's not. But you know, this is the first I have to say, and this is going to sound a little weird, but because of the blizzard, because we weren't going out, we weren't doing anything, we were just chilling inside. I feel like it's the first weekend in a while where we really, really just relax. And I actually enjoyed, you know, just hanging out on social media a little bit and hanging out just, you know, in the house and not, wasn't, I mean, we did watch TV, but not doing anything else. I felt like I really enjoyed some aspects that I had been missing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was dope. It was dope. Because usually I go in, I post something and I'm out, you know, I'm not like hanging around. But I got into a couple fun conversations and just, you know, it was cool. It was it was like hanging out, you know, when you invite people over, only we were all in our houses in our pajamas. That on is, the couch. It that was is dope. the awesomeness. That is yeah. the awesomeness of social media. Mm-hmm. Where you are just at home sometimes naked. You know? <laughs> with your friends. And you don't naked feel and you don't have to feel friends. a kind of way. You know, you don't you don't have to feel like oh I got to put some pants on because someone's I'm coming over. Too sexy for my Twitter. You know, so, um, so so I tell you what, in your social media, yeah, in, um, exchanges, Yo. what was popping? What I'll tell you what was popping. Eating was popping. Mm-hmm. It seemed as if basically everyone was like, oh. Blizzard and some like recessive DNA switch about how you're going to starve to death kicked in and everybody, including us, was eating. We were eating. We were posting pictures of us eating. We were cooking. We're posting pictures of us cooking. We're posting pictures of us cooking and eating and eating and cooking. We were swapping stories and recipes and it was there was a blizzard of food this weekend on Facebook. Food is trending on social media it's so crazy right now. Shouts to my man Pete and his his website, You Gotta Eat This. But I feel like food right now is at an all-time high. And I, and maybe this is how Rome collapsed. <laughs> when food became so popular in, in the Roman capital that, you know, people really, like like... Honestly, people don't even really like people anymore. They just like people's food. Well, I just have to say, shouts to uh, your friend and mine, Poethics, for uh, revealing himself as the king of the drizzle this weekend. Mm. He went, he went in hard on the uh, the foodie picks, and they all had like you know mad drizzle on the plates. Yeah, he drizzles crazy, <laughs> huh? That's that's shouts to any black people out there drizzling. Yo, so all right. For real. Black people, y'all can drizzle. In y'all a blizzard, drizzle. in a blizzard, he was drizzling. Yeah, and that's what's up. And you know what was crazy? With all the drizzle shots, he was actually dabbing. Was he dabbing? He was. He totally was. He was trying to dab on everybody <laughs> with his with his drizzle food picks. <laughs> I, w- I was watching uh, some football players uh, uh-huh. do an interview. Yeah, and a, a sports writer asked the uh, players of being if they dab. Yeah. And dabbing is is a colloquial term for people who actually smoke uh, concentrated THC in a wax form. It's called um, that's called dabbing. Oh, oh, okay. So you know, dabbing's a. I think the dab dance came from people who dabbed 
Because they passed out. And they passed out, right? They'd be so, like, yo, he dabbed. You know, they, they fell asleep from dabbing. So, anywho, the sports writer asked them if they dabbed. And, and the players were like, oh, no, that's illegal in Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you're out there dabbing internet, you know, stay safe. Be safe, though, as a tax stone would say. All Be right. safe, though. All right. Well, maybe then. What other, what other topics were on social media that uh, piqued your interest? Um, well, you know, I've been following heavy this uh, whole Flint debacle. Mm-hmm. Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Flint, Michigan and their poison water. You know what? We haven't spoken to, to our friends about it, but can you give me like an overview of what this story is? Um, well, in, in the shortest, kind of most straightforward term, basically, um, the state took control of the water supply for Flint by basically saying that they weren't going to fund treatments for the water. I mean, I, I don't, all the details, whatever. The point is, is that the things that they usually do to make the water drinkable, keep it clean, keep it safe, mm-hmm. they declined, to, the state declined to fund anymore. This was part of the re- Republican governor's kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, policy. As many policies are that tend to be on the like Tea Party side of the Republican Party mm-hmm. or the conservative side, which really um, is kind of like coded racist policy because it seems to be aimed primarily at black and brown people. But um, essentially, they stopped keeping up the water. Now, and now led, can I ask you a question? And lead, it, lead it, contaminated the water along with other things, and people started getting sick, both from drinking it and from bathing in it. And now it's a huge. It's a huge health hazard. And um, the problem is, is that they knew it was happening. You know, as far ago, as long ago as about a year ago, actually, the Al Jazeera network started talking about problems that were going on in the Flint water supply. Uh, other investigative reporters, uh, environmental reporters had filed Freedom of Information Acts to find out who knew what when going back months and months ago. And they had material that showed that, you know, basically Michigan state officials changed um, reports that showed that the water was hazardous and unfit to to drink or to bathe in. They um, deleted. Okay, emails. now we know we know Flint. Uh, we'll remember Flint from Michael Moore's documentary many years ago, Roger yeah. and Me. Yeah. So so Flint is. Uh, I'm not sure of its exact. Proximity to Detroit, but it's it's outlaw. It's an outlier of Detroit. Yeah, and so it's notorious for. But it's an industrial home. Yes, and it's notorious for having poor people. I guess I guess it's occupied now by black black and brown people. But if there are any white people left in Flint, they're they're poor people. Yes. So so this was a state government saying basically, uh, we don't care about these poor people anymore. Correct. Kind of what the the government said uh, to the poor people in New Orleans. Yes. You know, but but Katrina was was kind of like a a set event that was happening. This has been protracted. This has been going on now for over a year. Yeah. You're telling it's me it's just north of Detroit. All right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. Wherever it's at, we know it's it's outside of Detroit. It's it's served. Um, Flint was occupied by a lot of people who worked in the auto industry. Mm-hmm. 
And it's mostly poor people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Stripping out essential social services, civic responsibilities, you know, uh, claiming that they, that it's not the state or the city or the municipality's responsibility, um, to pay for these things. And so they denude the tax base. And the problem is, of course, that when there's a crisis or when there's a problem, um, then who's responsible? You know, and I also think this is part of a trend that we've been seeing. It happened in New Orleans. It's happened in Detroit. I feel like Flint is another example where either a series of decisions were made over a long period of time that then led to a uh, uh, natural disaster blowing up and making things worse. Right, right, Or right. specific financial policy happened, as in um, Detroit, that basically created a situation where the city gets taken over as a private enterprise. Mm-hmm. And it creates an opening for that to happen. And we're going to see, I believe, more and more of these type of 
reconstruction of cities going from the public sphere to the private sphere where water and electricity and gas and all these other things become private enterprise and private services. They no longer belong to the people. Um, and you're paying taxes, but you don't know what you're paying taxes for because it's not going to that. And they're managed by for-profit ent- entities because the state or the city or the municipality doesn't have the tax base to do it because policies have been enacted that basically allow rich people not to pay into the pay into the system. Right, right. And, I mean, the question is, where, where has that money been going? Where, where has that money been going for infrastructure changes? Right. And this, this occurs here in New York City, where they're about to shut down a subway line for, for 18 months to two years. Yeah. So that they can do repairs. Um, th- these repairs should have been ongoing throughout the history of the subway. Right. I mean, people pay cash money for years. Right. For a ride into the system. Right. So, so there's been tons and tons of cash that have flooded the system, mm-hmm. the MTA, that, that magically disappears. Right. And, and someone's getting rich off of our money. You know, whether the taxes we, we have paid that don't go to the infrastructure mm-hmm. maintenance and redevelopment. Mm-hmm. You know, or the, or the fares that we pay or the fees that we pay mm-hmm. in cash that don't go right back into, into the service that we're using. So some, something's got to give. Something has to give. Well, unless people really watch what happens to, unless we really watch what happens to our money and we really hold politicians accountable, what's going to give is the thing that's always given, which is, you know, the things that we need, the thing that we assume is always going to be there, which it turns out is not always going to be there. As New Orleans find out, found out, as Detroit has found out, as Flint has found out, as countless other, I'm sure, smaller municipalities and townships across the country have found out when these types of policies are enacted. I was just out the other day with a bunch of friends and was talking to this guy who was telling me this crazy story about how in a small town in South Carolina, basically, Tea Party got in, um, you know, city council, city government, and they basically decided, why should we pay for all of this stuff, including some levies? And so for a couple of years, there was, you know, reduced tax base. They didn't upkeep the levies. And then there was a storm. It was not major, but because the levies hadn't been maintained, um, there was a huge amount of flooding, and something like 100 people died. Mm. Um, and, you know, I mean, and in that instance, it was basically largely white people. But, you know, it's the same concept, which is essentially somehow that the social compact that we are all supposed to pay into this thing, that we are each other's keeper, that there are these shared greater good that we recognize as part of the social contract that we all enter in for being here, mm-hmm. um, doesn't apply to people who are wealthy or they think it doesn't apply to them. And then we end up paying the price for that. So that's what happens. That's what gives. Mm. Dig it. Dig it. All right. Well, Los Internetos, please stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get read in on this Flint situation. Um, now, it's funny because someone reminded me of a, a statement that I made years ago. Yeah. Which was never trust a female from Flint. Why? Uh, it was from a, a trip I had 
made to Cancun years ago, and a, a girl from Flint uh, rifled through my pockets. Um, oh man! Anyway, anyway, that I should gully. Well, I mean, she was from Flint. Well, maybe that's not why she rifled through your pockets. Well, she was from Flint, so you know, just maybe you, you know that's how it's open. That's how real it gets. <laughs> that's how real it gets in Flint. <laughs> all right. So, but but all all jokes aside, though, was she looking for some water? <laughs> <laughs> maybe she knew even back then she had to get her money up because water was going to be at a premium, and and that's something like like you said that's going to be that's going to be the battleground uh, coming up soon. Clean oh, yeah. water. Is going to be the battleground. Oh yeah! Don't get it twisted. Eventually, I mean, it already is the battleground. Honestly, not not in our lifetime will in we have West, to deal in with the air. But but breathable air will become the the battleground in the frontier in the future. Well, but right now in our lifetime, it will be it's clean water. water. It's clean water. It always has been. What I don't understand is why there are no criminal charges being discussed in this whole Flint thing. Because it was deliberate. I mean, it wasn't like they didn't know My they were killing goodness. people. I mean, it was deliberate. And I also don't understand why I, Obama goes to Michigan, does a victory lap in freaking Detroit with the car show or the truck show or whatever that was, and doesn't feel any obligation to visit Flint. I, I just, I don't understand. He's not running for re-election. He has got zero, zero to, everybody keeps talking about how Obama has no, no more fucks to give, that he is on this like victory lap. He's not running for well, re-election. That's, that's, that's so the he point. Can, he, he, has, he can say whatever he wants he has to no, say. He has no fucks to give. He has no fucks to give about people from Flint. Apparently. Maybe his pockets got dug by a lady from Flint too. Uh-uh. But I, I'm going to tell you what, folks that are still holding out for Obama to somehow show up. Yeah, I don't think and, he's gonna. And, and be some, you know, champion for the people. Well, not no. going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen in Chicago. Nope. All right. Hasn't not, happened in Chicago. Where, you know, it would have been, it'd have been great if he would have censured his man, his boy yep. Rahm Emanuel, if yep. he would have sat him down and been like, listen, Yo. you need to sit down. You know that would have been that would have been incredible. That would have been right. marvelous. Right. But it is not going to happen here. This is not going to happen. So, so give up hope if All that's right. what you're hoping for, Internet. I don't know anybody's hoping for that anymore. I'm just remarking on it.
uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What else, what else you, what else did we cover this weekend? What else did we talk about? What else did we do besides sitting on the couch? <laughs> we, we went out, we went out today. We went for a walk today. We did, we did. We Vis- shoveled some snow. That's right. Visited your mom mm-hmm. and, and dug her car out of the snow. You know what was trippy to me, actually? I know we're going back now to the food food conversation go back we're gonna go back to the food conversation but we went shopping before the blizzard really like set in just when it started we were at the grocery store and it was funny to me how the whole grocery store was just run through like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. shelves were empty people were losing their mind and yet we came back with all this food and we were like so is anybody delivering Well, that, that fool was the safety net in case you were super duper crazy snowed in. You know, but uh, yeah, we did. We ventured out, found a Chinese kitchen, a bulletproof Chinese kitchen. Like, I, I do wax romantic about Chinese kitchens, bulletproof Chinese kitchens. But I'll tell you what, I went to one on Franklin Avenue and it was just bad food all around. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was bad. We had a nice little Chinese restaurant right around the corner from us. And unfortunately, their rent uh, got too much. Their rent was too damn high, so they had to move. And now, you know, we don't have any more. And it wasn't even a bulletproof Chinese kitchen. I no. mean, they had a they had a counter that you could, you know, they had a little bit of bulletproofing. Not really. No, you I mean could've... it wasn't like double double plexi. It there was, was no. Plex. There was no. You could go speak right to the people. Kidding me? That gate would be open. You could walk into the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, it was already it was already New Brooklyn. Right. It was already New Brooklyn. But anyway, the rent got too <laughs> high for them. And they had to bounce. Yep. But yeah, I, I talk crazy and, and wax romantic about Bulletproof Kitchen, Bulletproof Chinese, Internet's but trust me, Bulletproof Chinese is so unwavy. All right, spend the extra money on that fancy delivery service from Dumbo or Park Slope or... But can I tell you something? Wherever the white folks live. I really think that that bulletproof Chinese place is unseamless. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it is. I don't think so. I swear to God, I saw it listed on seamless. I, I don't. They had no delivery. They didn't even say they delivered on the delivered I don't think the they delivered if you go in on the menu, but they're on seamless. <sighs> Yo, there are all kinds of crazy places on seamless. Crown fried chicken is on seamless. Is crown fried chicken on seamless? Crown fried chicken is on seamless. I would order from crown like fried chicken. Like there are hood Chinese places on seamless. I would order from crown fried chicken. Like double chopstick Chinese on crown. On but I messes seamless. I messes with crown fried chicken. Oh well. Okay. Now I have to take it back. So you don't be ordering fried chicken all the time. Six wings for four dollars. <laughs> but I think on seamless it might be more. Well, <laughs> right, right, because you're using seamless, the seamless tax. Yo, the fish fry spot in Bedsty on seamless. Yeah, e- like it is so funny to me. I guess it's good in a way because it opens up new customers for these places. But it's also funny to me how these little like spots that were like in the hood and you just kind of knew about if you were there. You know, this is this is an unofficial Yelp right now, but the Bed-Stuy Fish Fry Internet's, man, I got some whack service. I went in there uh, one time and, and um, ordered at the counter and got the worst service going on in there. So that's my little unofficial Yelp. Okay. Bed-Stuy Fish Fry. Um, don't don't F do you. it. F-U, yeah. Is F that them. a don't or die? Yeah, that, that's that's don't f with them. All right. I mean, if you must, whatever. But you know, you could do better. 
You could do better, internets. Well, I mean, that was kind of it. I just yawned. I'm sorry, internets. I'm you, sitting here. Yo, let me tell y'all. Normally, we, we would sit at our <laughs> dining room table and we get out the uh, organ. Yo, we are on some real straight blizzard lays out. Yep. All right, I'm laying on one couch. CS is laying on another Oh my God! I'm we all are. tucked into my little cozy blanket. We're horrible right now. We're we horrible are. right we now. Are. But we all missed right. you. Yeah, we missed yeah, you. yeah. I mean, listen. At least, at least we made sure we sat down and we got something recorded, just to say we're still alive in the new year. And man, listen, I have got some things that are developing. I'm so excited for us. Yes, I'm excited for possibly uh, getting a space to launch a new podcast. Ooh. All right. My my take on the Howard Stern show. Okay. You know, so I'm I'm excited for that. What that could that be. That would be awesome. That could be a lot of fun. That could be. That could be. All right. And and I'll even get us recording in there also because uh, they'll have official microphones and they'll have official setup. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And then um I've got a couple of more internet celebrities projects lined up. Uh, with the Food Warriors. and Nice, and, nice. Hey, and did wave. your latest Food Warriors drop yet? No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Okay. It's still... Uh, Y'all should keep your eye out for that because it's good. I saw. I know I saw a Vance piece of it before. I wasn't sure if it dropped yet. No, no, no. It's got to get mixed down. It's, okay. still, it's still going through. It looks but good. That's going down. Oh, man, man listen. I'm going to be in D.C. I'm going to be in D.C. Thursday, Thursday night at Major, at the uh, Major Showroom. On Wisconsin Avenue, um, for the launch of Timberland's Pigskin Contractor oh, Booth. Are you friends with Timberland again? I I'm friends with Major, and 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 I mean I still I still love my Timberland boots. You know I am the God Boot God, so I mean I'm wearing Merrill. I'm looking at Vasque. I'm looking at a Solo. I got new Tims this weekend. I did. I did. I did see that. I did. What do you mean? I saw that. I bought those for you. What do yeah. I mean? Acting like I don't know. Yeah. I bought those for you. I bought those for you. But I, I realized I got to go back and get you some, some more joints. Some I joints. need the taller ones. Yeah, yeah. Because the snow yeah. is no joke. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do that. We got to do that. Every time you say your friend Major in D.C., I always think of that um, local ad here in New York. Major Auto World. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Sorry. That's not. I'm done. Not that. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, though. all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. That's not that though. Okay. That's not that though. Okay. Oh man, listen. So while we're recording this, we're also watching the um, the football game, Panthers versus the Cardinals, and Cam Newton done dabbed on him again. He done dabbed on these fools again. But no drizzle. Mm, look at that. Uh. Internet, so y'all watching football, right? You yeah. know they can't see what you're seeing. I know, you know that. You, <laughs> you do know that. And y'all and y'all would not be watching <laughs> dun, dun, football. Dun, dun, dun. Y'all would not be watching football when you're hearing this either. No. Nope. Nope. Unless, of course, you hear this in, in another two weeks when the Super Bowl is playing. Looks well, like it, it'll the score be, is 34 to 7 right now. It'll be We're Cam Newton versus Peyton Manning. We're in the third, right? Yep. 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 Cam Newton versus Peyton Manning. Carolina Panthers versus Denver Broncos. Man, it's going down. Who do you think? Well, I, I think that uh, the Denver Broncos will win because 
Peyton Manning really needs another Super Bowl championship to cement his legacy. Uh, plus, Cam Newton dabs. So right? that's... He dabs and gyrates, and that's, you know... But that could be his extra special, like... No, 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 that's threatening. That could be his extra... Don't you see how the NFL is trying to get away from that? NFL is trying to get away from, like, that Listen. Prince halftime show with Prince Listen. basically dabbed on him the in Anna... the drizzle. <laughs> It was drizzling out too when Prince was playing that that guitar in, in Purple Rain, and he dabbed on him. You know, so they they're trying to get away from from those type of things. Why does the NFL care so much about dabbing? I mean, they should care about their players' health and freaking concussions and all kinds of brain damage and crazy stuff like that. I mean, really, What's a dab never hurt nobody. Yeah, now nah, nobody got concussed from nope. a dab. Nope, no band aids for feelings. <laughs> nobody never got concussed from a Come dab. On. Well, that's that's the interesting thing. I'm I'm just learning. That there was a player. There were several players actually who used to wear a reinforced helmet. Oh yeah. It, it made the it looked kind of comical. Yeah. Because it made the helmet twice the size it was. Okay. But it was to protect against concussions. See, I support that. I yeah, you that. support that, but the NFL didn't support it. Well, why not? Those, these are their people, right? They're supposed to care about them, take care of them. They're a quote-unquote warriors. Nah, they're expendable. These guys that's out here a, running around smashing each other, they're expendable that's guys. That's ridiculous. And, and, and of course they are because there's some poor kid in, in Pittsburgh or Oklahoma who's, who's ready to take the place of one of these guys as soon as their knee blows out or what happens or they get too concussed. All right? That's just... That's just how expendable poor people are. All right? Let that be the lesson to you for Flint, for football, for anything, internets. For Flint, for do football, not be poor. for blizzards. <laughs> All right? Do not be poor because you will not get served. For real. Mm. All right? That's all. Okay. That's all. I mean, boom. I feel like that's it right there. We that's did it. it. No, it. we did it right there. We did it. That's our lesson for this week, internets. Don't be poor. Okay? <laughs> and, I, and I'm not talking about not having money. I'm talking about poor is a state of mind. Okay? Don't think poor. Alright? Think about that, what I just did right there. Think about what I just said. Take that. Ciao!